Holden, what was your favorite childhood toy? Favorite childhood toy? Um, I had a stuffed dog I really liked. You His murdered a dog and stuffed it to pa- practice yeah, your taxidermy yeah. skills? Yeah, I named him Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> I had a I had a few stuffed animals. I, I had a, a husky that my parents got me from Alaska. Was oh, a, nice. That was a toy stuffed animal, unlike a real dog that you murdered and stuffed because you're insane. Yep, as a as a like one year old. <laughs> hey, I mean maybe you're like the baby in Raya and the Last Dragon. You just got some skills. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I had a few stuffed animals growing up. Uh, yeah. A lot more normal than yours, though. <laughs> Welcome to that. Oh my gosh, let's cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely staying in. Okay, fine. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Pod- That One Movie Podcast, also known as Top, the weekly show where we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Mainly, we just shout nonsense into our microphones. I'm your host, Holden Sh- Sutter, joined by my co-host, Jimmy Youthy. Jesus Christ, I cannot <laughs> talk. Do you have anything to say? Uh, Jesus Christ is with us on the show today. Jesus, thank you for joining us. First guest host on the podcast. It's all down here from downhill from here, folks. Uh, we have Jesus. Um... Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, I, uh, don't, tell what, don't don't tell them what's gonna happen on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> what what a terrific time. start! I hope you're listening to this on during Holy Week, so that joke makes sense. Yeah, it is Holy Week this week. Today today was Palm Sunday, right? Yeah, Hosanna, Holden, Hosanna okay. in the highest. Uh, we've got a great episode for you this week featuring our review of the first two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Only that because Jimmy was too lazy and he couldn't watch another movie. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, I spent time with my family. Um, <laughs> Jesus, by the way, uh, you'll be able to come back on the show next Sunday. So <laughs> it's okay, you can be on our next episode. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> That one movie podcast. First, Jimmy, we've got to do Tom's. Okay, let's do it. Tom's is a rapid fire segment where we rate the news of the week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Tom's, Brokaw, Bombadil, and Bergeron. Brokaw is the highest, Bombadil is the lowest, and Bergeron is somewhere in between. Jimmy, let's get to it. All right, Holden, what do we got this week's trailer time? Aside from me apparently just flubbing the intro, I I had it in front of me too. I do not know what happened there. That was very (laughs) funny. Uh, But first off, we have the Suicide Squad trailer. Uh, this was dropped on Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. So it is a trailer, not for not for the old Suicide Squad movie. Let's get that trash out of here. This is the new one, the James Gunn directed one. Presumably better. Ca- presumably better. Um, <laughs> based on this trailer, I would have to say it's probably almost definitely better. <laughs> in, in, in most if not every way um, I, liked, I liked polka dot man i did too he's just like i hope so like he's like we're all gonna idris elba's like we're all gonna die and he's just like i hope so i hope so <laughs> and he just what'd you think of like, this trailer jimmy 
Uh, I mean, it looks good. I think it looks way better than the old one. I think you you said it. Uh, I I don't know. Sometimes when James Gunn's humor doesn't land, it like really doesn't land for me. Mm-hmm. Like some of those jokes in Guardians too just really fall flat for me. I still like the movie, mm-hmm. but uh, I hope he doesn't. I just hope he doesn't try to make this movie too funny. I think that would be my one concern. <laughs> like the Harley Quinn thing at the beginning oh, yeah. of the trailer. I was like, uh, kind of unfunny. Or just, it kind of, I think it he kinda, oh, he just like, the, his some of his jokes just overstay their welcome. Like they're kind of, mm-hmm. they don't, like whether they land or not is one thing. But then it's like, if it doesn't land and then it keeps going, it just, it doesn't get any funnier. <laughs> it just gets worse. <laughs> it definitely feels like this is going to be like an ensemble movie. So yes. hopefully like, if I don't think there will be too much focus on any one character that we may find unfunny, uh, like Idris, Harley Quinn. I mean, Idris Elba, Harley Quinn, and John Cena seem to be like a, a main yeah. trio, plus Shark Guy. What's his name? King Shark. King Shark. Voiced by Sylvester Stallone, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just eats uh, a person. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. I think this has the potential to have just a lot of physical humor, because I think like we've predicted that just half of the team is gonna die <laughs> i totally so. forgot starro was in it too oh yeah the big starfish dumb <laughs> <laughs> i uh and on like my dad had mentioned because well, he texted me and he had seen the trailer first he's like oh starro's in it and i'm like i saw it and i saw like tentacles or whatever but i didn't realize like on a screen behind someone you can literally just see a giant starfish with a big eye walking around <laughs> looks very silly but i mean i think it it fits the tone that this is going for like starro is a big i mean big literally big uh like dc villain but he's was, like was starro the first justice league villain yeah first issue of the justice league yeah um but it is like really stupid it's just this giant starfish you can like mind control guys with like smaller starfish and it lo- the design is really stupid so i think like this is probably the best use for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I thought John Cena's character seems like he can be funny. Yeah. Um, honestly, I thought all of this has potential. I like the weird, like, weasel guy. <laughs> it's just, like, gross little weasel guy. Um, did yeah. you have the... Did you... I don't think you had this on your top ten anticipated, did you? I think I had it as an honorable mention, or maybe I forgot about it altogether. It was not my top ten. I had it like my number five, I think, I want to say. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, more excited for this now, I think, after this trailer. Yeah, I think it looks good. I'll give it a Brokaw Holden. Me too. Uh, but we have a lot of delays, specifically from Disney. Disney had a lot of stuff happen this week. Uh, the biggest of which is that Black Widow uh, was delayed from May to July 9th. Uh, but not only is it delayed to July 9th, but it's now also going to be released both in theaters and on Premiere Access. Wow. So, um, <laughs> great. July 9th. I mean, it makes sense. From I still think it makes sense. Disney's such a big company that they don't need to just release something right away. I mean, financially, mm-hmm. it's better for them in the long term to hold on to it until more people be going back to the theaters because this is a movie that would presumably make you know six seven hundred million dollars normally yeah at at the rate that the vaccinations have been going at least in our areas in the last couple months or in the last couple weeks i guess i would i wouldn't be surprised if july's like people will start 
like in large part going to movies again. I think so too. You got summer, people are going to be outside. People are going to be back at like water parks and things and, and just encourage more people will feel comfortable getting together outside in larger crowds. People Mm -hmm. will be vaccinated. So I think they're going to be more comfortable being inside too. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, it's, I, hopefully we can do it in a a healthy way. I think by that point we'll be pretty good, at least in our area of the country. So I'm, I'm ready for movies to be back. I think it makes sense for Disney as much as it's like, Oh my gosh, they delayed it again yeah, or whatever. (laughs) I think it makes sense to do it this way from a financial standpoint for Disney because they're such a big company. They can wait this long to release their movies as opposed to maybe like Warner brothers doesn't have just the, the backlog of Disney money and all that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, hopefully it doesn't, make them fire a lot of people in the short term i guess yeah would be the one thing um it, that delay um led to uh shang chi and the legend of the seven rings which was coming out i don't know if it was coming out on that day but it was coming out in july now it's coming out september 3rd and what was surprising about this is that was the only other like marvel delay so they're still keeping eternals and spider-man three like at their november and december dates so we're just going to be getting four movies in the the back half of this year (laughs) well that's good olden because i want spider-man 3 this year darn it yeah i do too um oh and then the other one that was announced to be coming out on premiere access also uh cruella uh it was not delayed i think it's still coming out end of may but it will also be on premiere access may 28th that's the day Cruella. Can't wait to not watch it. Unless it's good. <laughs> I bet it's going to be all right. With all of these... Also, oh, what were you saying? I was just going to say, I'm going to... You go ahead, because I was just going to give my rating. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, with all these... With all of these delays, we actually... Like, this might be the best option for that week. I was kind of... Cruella was more of an iffy one, but with the way this schedule is going, we may we may actually watch it for the podcast, so... We'll see. I mean, we might do something else, too. Yeah. Um, I'll give him a Bergeron for all of those, Holden. Me, too. Um, Luca was uh, re- is releasing exclusively on Disney+, Plus, similar to Soul. It's coming out on June 18th. Uh, no I, no extra charge, to clarify. I'm going to give that a bomb <laughs> uh, Why? I think because they had to release Soul on there, Onward was just basically dumped there. <laughs> Onward hardly had a theatrical run. So Pixar is just getting smoked by not being able to, you know, give any movies a theatrical release. So I'm going to give it a bomb deal because I feel bad for the people at Pixar spending years making these movies and then none of them are getting released. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give it a Bergeron. Um, and then a few, few others I'll just run through. Uh, Free Guy was coming out in... June, I think. It's now coming out August 13th. The King's Man has been delayed even farther to December 22nd. That's like a year and a half after it was supposed to come out. Uh, this other movie called, I've never heard of this, Deep Waters delayed to January 14th, 2022. And Death on the Nile is delayed to February 11th, 2022. When is uh, No Time to Die coming out? I think November? <laughs> that's so far away still i know <laughs> that movie almost came out and <laughs> oh man as long as as long as spiral doesn't get delayed again oh i'll be okay okay let's uh all of those i'll just give bergerons 
Yeah. I mean, I, I just kind of want all of these to come out so that we can have, like, new movies to look forward to <laughs> instead of just the same. Like, especially, like, Kingsman and Death on the Nile, which are ones I'm more just meh about. Like, I just, I just want them to come out so that I don't have to think about them anymore. Death on the Nile at least looks cool. Like, I have zero interest in Kingsman. Sorry. Um, but anyway... Uh, good news for what you just said, though, because Spiral's actually been moved up a week. It has? Yeah, it's coming out no, May 14th. No, no, Holden. But May that's 14th. bad, though, because I want it to be our 100th episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do a bonus episode, a Spiral preview podcast. Maybe we'll, Now it's uh, coming out before my summer vacation, Holden. I was so excited that was going to be my summer treat. Uh, maybe we'll, uh, maybe instead that one, that next one, we'll just do all of the Saw movies. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you just do the original. Uh yeah, so that gets a Brokaw for me. I'll give it a Bergeron because I'm I'm a little disappointed. I mean, I'm excited that it's up a week, obviously, but the timing of it was so perfect for me. <laughs> it was my treat for getting done with my first year. It was gonna be our hundredth episode, possibly. Yeah. Disappointed. We'll just have to re-review it for our one hundredth episode. <laughs> We'll later. do a two-part. We're, we're we going to have such an in-depth analysis. Hold <laughs> like, on. Every 100 episodes, we have to review Spiral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, then the next release date is the Mitchells versus the Machines, previously called Connected. We had talked about the trailer what seems like ages ago. Uh, it's releasing on Netflix on April 30th. That's the new uh, Lord and Miller animated movie. Yeah. Wasn't that like an early COVID <laughs> trailer? Yeah. Yeah, it was. it was like, I feel like we went to the hunt and then maybe talked about that in the same episode. It might have been, yeah. Later. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, that that one trailer we have looked fun. I like, and obviously Lord and Miller attached to it is, is good. So maybe know. we'll I'll talk about it on the podcast. Bergeron. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then the last one is that Black Adam that <laughs> the rock movie is coming july 29th 2022 who cares uh, but if it's Bertrand. good holden we've been talking about release dates for like 10 minutes i know <laughs> well there's a lot okay <laughs> i don't let's get don't on with this want. that was the last one uh then uh something i have uh i don't know if you're familiar with her work at all but uh jessica walter just passed away uh she's a comedic actress um, I, I'm bringing her up because I'm familiar with her at, in Arrested Development. Uh, she's Lucille Bluth. Um, she's the she's like the mom of the family. Um, and she's also the mom in Archer, Mallory Archer. Um, and in both, she's just fantastic. She's like my favorite part of both of those series. Um, and so um, just incredible comedic talent. It was very sudden too. Like I didn't even think she was that old. She's like eighty or so, and apparently, I don't think she really even had like too many prior ex- uh, conditions. She just like died in her sleep one day, hmm. um, as at least as far as I know. So very sad. Um, I don't know. Do you know anything about her though? No, I mean i I had heard she was in Arrested Development. She's the mom in Archer. Are yeah. they still making that show? I think so. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a bummer, man. I, I, yeah. That's too bad. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I I need to watch those shows. They've been recommended to me by multiple people, so I got to check them out. 
Yeah. I'll give her uh, Thomas two thumbs up Brokaw for her for her life. Good job. Nicely done. Uh, and then, okay, so I, I've talked to Jimmy about this, and we have no idea why this is not being brought up more. But this is kind of like <laughs> what I feel like is the big news of the week, is that... So it was announced earlier in the week that Regal Cinemas and Warner Bros. have struck a deal. So first of all, Regal's going to be opening up and like they're going to be showing Warner Bros. movies this year or whatever. Almost every theater chain is doing that. But the big part of this is that Regal Cinemas next, starting in 2022, I, I don't know if it's just for that year or whatever, but they're going to be showing Warner Bros. movies for 45 they have a 45 day exclusivity deal so only regal cinemas are going to be able to show warner bros movies so insane because there's no regal cinema near us yeah like i did i i've never even seen a regal cinema like i apparently they're the second biggest chain in the u.s but i guess i just like amc or what probably amc is the biggest but i've just like I don't know. I maybe I've just never been in an area and tried to watch a movie that has them cuz I just at least here in like Nebraska, South Dakota area, there's none. So that just means that presumably means we just don't get Warner Bros movies for 45 days. Well, it says here there's one in Omaha, Holden, so settle down oh, for you okay. at least. Well, I'm not going uh, I, mean, I don't want to s- travel an hour to go watch a movie. <laughs> We're well, also going to be in Oh, I guess yeah. next year. It depends on where you end up, but depends on where I end up. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah, that stinks, man. What the heck? (laughs) Uh, I don't know what's coming out next year for Warner Brothers, but uh, that's Black Adam. At least we know (laughs) Black Adam, Uh, the Fantastic Beasts, and oh yeah, with Mads Mikkelsen. That one maybe uh, is that might come out next year. That's just bad. I hate that. I don't like it. I literally like I just will not be able to see a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it seems really dumb. I and like I've seen this compared to like what the Epic Epic Games Store did like when they were starting up, where they just like bought up games and weren't allowing them to be on Steam for like a year or something. And people were really mad at Epic Games for doing that. So but you can still download Epic Games, right? Yeah, like I mean. You can still have the games on your computer. You just need an Epic Games account. I guess that's the difference. Is yeah, it's, there it's, we can't we can't just go. <laughs> there's no Regal <laughs> Cinema. We can't just yeah. build our own <laughs> cinema. Or you know, that's just it's wild. I hope we're just misinterpreting the news, but that seems pretty straightforward. That that's what it is. Yeah. So I guess people weren't making a big deal of it because they just must have assumed that in, everywhere that's anywhere has a Regal Cinema. Yeah, that could be. We have freaking Cinemark. Cinemark is pretty trashy. Yeah, yeah. You've got Cinemark. Uh, Lincoln's got Marcus Theaters. Like they're the like. Who cares about these chains? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. It's a it's a Thomas two thumbs down Bombadil holder. Yeah, hundred percent. We hate this. However, this news is was really cool. Came out about the same time. It was announced there's going to be a Ghost of Tsushima movie in the works, um, based off of the PS4 game of the same name that came out last year it sold very well so they're wanting to make a movie out of it but it's going to be directed uh by john wick's own uh chad stahelski uh it's going to be produced by his production company and everything uh 87 11 entertainment and uh sony will obviously be uh, have some producers on board and everything but it seems like it's really chad stahelski and his his team making it um 
I think, I mean, I haven't played Ghost of Tsushima, but I think this sounds really cool, especially with, like, what I've seen of the gameplay and stuff. Like, I think Chad Stahelski is, like, he was a stuntman and everything before this, which is why he's so good at John Wick and everything. So I think him applying what he knows to, like, a samurai kind of thing would be so cool. I, okay, I, I kind of like a conditional broka for this, maybe a Bergeron, because I just the game i really like the story some people are a little bit more lukewarm on the story mm. i thought the story was excellent um i thought the characterization was really good some people are like jin's too flat of a character jin sakai the main character he plays he's like he's too flat and i'm like i just i thought it was all just kind of really nice on point but there's a lot of really good side characters and i just don't know how you cut I mean, there's a couple that you could definitely cut out, but there's like a mm-hmm. few that I'm like, I don't under, like, this is not going to feel as good if you cut these characters out. And I don't see a way for them to fully flesh out this story and these characters in a two to, you know, two and a half hour movie. I just, like, to me, it makes way more sense as a mini series. So I just don't, unless they're planning on, I don't know what the movie's going to be, if it's going to be like, uh, you know, if it's going to be a direct adaptation to the game, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to work. I have some reservations about that. I think it's going to look great. I just don't think it's, you know, it'd be like a book to movie adaptation where like there's so much stuff in the book. It's like, you're going to be losing a lot yeah, in, yeah. in that adaptation stuff. And I don't, as cool as it is, sometimes it's like, why can't, we just let the game be the game. Like if the game did such a good job at it, why do you need an adaptation? I'm sounding like I'm not excited for this. I am excited for it. It's really cool. <laughs> I like like it's going to look amazing. It's going to be entertaining, I imagine. I just don't think it's going to be the same. I have reservations about it being the same quality as the video game because the video game is so well done. It's such a high bar. Mm-hmm. That does and it does so many things right that I don't think it can be replicated in that that medium. So that is where I'm a little skeptical, but I hope, I really hope that I'm wrong. I, I, I want to be proven wrong. See, I kind of want to, I'm curious, about, I mean, obviously I haven't played the game, so I take that for what you will, but I, I'm curious to see if they like go all in on like the Kurosawa stuff and like just basically make like a modern movie tribute to that. And if they go in that direction, I think it could be really cool and like perhaps stand on its own. Yeah, I don't, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's just like I think it's just too big of a story for for a movie, unless it's like a three-hour epic, you know. Which I could see yeah. it being. I mean, I don't. I guess I don't know. Depends. I guess it depends on how much faith Sony has in a movie adaptation of this, if they'd be willing to do that. Or if they want to do it as like a trilogy or something. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, I think, I mean, there's three, the movie or the game literally has three acts in it. So, and we'll see. We shall see. I'm going to give it a Brokaw because I think it sounds cool. I'll give it a Brokaw. But a tentative one, Holden. Sure. Uh, DC News, uh, it was announced they're going to be making a Zatanna movie. Uh, Zatanna is a female uh, sor- uh, she's a sorceress uh, who uses her powers she like so I mean she uses magic but she kind of does it through the guise of like a stage ma- magician so she it, she's like dressed like a stage magician and kind of uses her powers through that kind of way and everything um, 
But the movie is going to be written, uh, it hasn't been said who's going to direct it yet, but it's going to be at least written by Emerald Fennel, who just did Promising Young Woman. Uh, so for me, I'm excited. <laughs> I'll, sure, I'll uh, give it a broke off for you, Holden. Yeah, broke off for me. Um, uh, more Black Adam. Well, I didn't realize we we're going to talk about Black Adam this much. Wow. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was just cast in the movie as Doctor Fate, and I don't really know who Doctor Fate is. I think he has a yellow helmet on. I don't really know what he does though. But do you like Pierce Brosnan? I don't I I haven't seen a full Pierce Brosnan Bond movie so <laughs> I'm neutral towards Pierce Brosnan I think I've only seen him in Mamma Mia <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him a Bergeron I'll give it a Bergeron too uh the last bit of news I have is that there is a new Transformers movie in the works it seems like we get this announcement like every six months uh, but anyway, so this one is going to be written by Marco Ramirez, who was the showrunner of the Defenders uh, Netflix team-up series with like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and all that. Uh, it's going to be directed by Manuel Soto. Uh, not much is known about the plot, but apparently it's going to be separate from the current uh, Michael Bay franchise. Was Bumblebee separate or no? It was technically connected, but it was kind of a soft reboot. It kind of felt like... I'll go Bergeron because I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, I like Transformers. I think they're, like, cool, but I like I don't see it. Like, I don't know. I guess maybe Michael Bay has made me just disillusioned to the possibility of a good one. Bumblebee was all right, but I don't know. Kind of silly. I'll give it a Bergeron. Uh, all right. But that's it for news this week, Jimmy. Wow. Unless you have any. So much news. So much yeah. news, Holden. No, I don't think I have any news. Uh, let's do our... Do we want to do a little non-spoiler review of the, the first couple episodes, or do you want to just dive into the spoilers? Uh, um, yeah, let's just do spoilers. All right, spoiler discussion for the first two episodes of Falcon and the Winter... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming up. Hold on, I didn't realize it was the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I just thought it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Well, I think that's or as what I like to say, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say we let's let's split this up into the two episodes. Well, I don't remember the. Let's no. Let's just talk about them. We already gave Why? the spoiler warning. Why? Ah, <laughs> uh, we. I mean, they're jumbled together in my head. I. I I don't know. I I just want to talk overview wise for the start. I can okay. I have not, I'm not invested in this show at all at this point. Like I do not care about what is happening. I it's good. It's good, but I just don't care about what is happening. Does that make sense? Like I I don't really care about either the Falcon or the Winter Soldier at this point. Okay. And I don't really like either of them based on what I'm watching. Yeah, and people are just kind of jerks to each other in the show for <laughs> kind of no reason, and I'm like, this just seems really contrived, and I I, I don't know. I kind of I I'm a little bit more bought into it. I like Bucky a lot more than I like Falcon, and I that's I where think I that's am just, too. Because like I I think he's more interesting just in the fact that you know he I mean he used to be a mind controlled Hydra agent, so there's stuff about that. I mean he's 
I mean, he's a man from another time, similar to Captain America, but different in the fact that, you know, I mean, he was mind controlled all those years and everything. Um, and so people kind of view him differently. And so I think like, that's cool. And also I just like, I think like his powers and, and whatever, you know, his abilities are just a little bit cooler. His metal arm. I like his metal arm more than I like Falcon's wings and whatever. But, um, and yeah, Falcon's like, I appreciate the character building they're doing for him. And I like some of the stuff, like whenever they like touch on that, he was, you know, blipped out of existence for five years or whatever. But I don't know. I think it's I mean, just, they both were. <laughs> yeah. Which they don't, they don't like talk about that with Bucky. They no, just, they don't. They, which is like weird. Cause I was thinking that too. Cause he gets blipped, but I don't know. And so I don't know. I, I he's I, I I don't know. Maybe I just don't find Falcon interesting at all. I like, I, don't, I don't think I, I don't agree. Like his, I, def- I don't Sorry, think what's so cool. I don't know what's <laughs> I don't we, I don't know sorry, what's so, I just want to say hold it. Stop talking <laughs> oh for two seconds. I just want to say we're over Skype so it's kind of delayed so it's hard to see when each other's going to talk and there's also yeah. a microphone covering our face so that's why we've been interrupting each other a lot more the last how many ever many weeks. Yeah, if you're wondering why happens. we're not just terrible podcast hosts, that's an unrelated. <laughs> it's an unrelated. But anyway, effect. anyway, I don't know what's so cool about a jetpack. That's basically what Falcon has. Like it's, I mean, sure it has wings. He has this little red wing AI thing, which is kind of cool. But like, it's basically just a jetpack. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't everybody just seems overly antagonistic for no reason like they just don't like each other I guess I don't know yeah, I haven't seen I, the I'm like I didn't know they didn't I just I don't know why they hate each other I think I mean Bucky was a I bad guy but he was I mind what, controlled so yeah I think what they're going off of is that like you know Falcon was introduced in Winter Soldier so he did help Captain America you know fight against that whole Hydra takeover which included Winter uh, or Bucky or whatever so I guess it's just based off of that because there really isn't a lot of build up towards even in like Captain America Civil War like they weren't overly they were a little bit like they kind of bantered against each other a little bit in that movie but like it wasn't a lot and in this movie they're just like actively angry at each other and well okay i take that back a little bit i get it because bucky's upset about sam giving away the shield i get that anger part like that makes a bit more sense to me but a lot of their like they have like a lot of weird banter that it doesn't really seem to fit that motivation it just seems like they're angry for no reason yeah and then they just hate the new captain america guy yeah (laughs) Like, I get Which you're I don't, bummed, but you don't have to, like, hold it against that guy. I don't, I don't mind that too much. I think, I think if, like, people were in their shoes, like, obviously, like, they were good friends with Steve and whatever, and then they basically, like, Sam basically got lied to about this, the shield and everything, like, I, I kind of get that. Them, them just taking it, I don't think it's right, them taking out their anger on him, but, like, I kind of get it. But why is the gov- why are the governments just such jerks in the Marvel <laughs> shows? Like, just like, oh, we're gonna have this ceremony at the Smithsonian. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like nobody else. Nobody else gave the government crap for that. Also, yeah. if there's a new Captain America, people are gonna hate that. Pe- mm-hmm. In real life, people would hate that. They'd be like, that's stupid. <laughs> 
Yeah, it just seem, it does seem weird that everyone's just on board with that. Um, There's a whole stadium full of people. I like how it's Good Morning America when it's just at night too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, nice. Disney owns ABC. Flex yeah, that's what everybody. I thought too. I was like, how can they do good? Oh yeah, they own ABC. Um, I do. I think the new Captain America character could evolve to be. Co- I think he's already kind of interesting. Like I, I like the idea of this guy who like, he's just trying. Like he, he's been this hardworking guy his his whole life at least what from what we've seen and he's you know he's tried to be as uh, follow his values as much as he can and everything and then he gets this opportunity and so of course he's like yeah i want to represent america and be this like hero or whatever but then like <laughs> you have these people who knew the old captain america and it's i i think that's kind of cool and i'm interested to see where he goes I feel like the new Captain America's character has been wildly inconsistent. <laughs> I'm like, at first he seems like, oh, well, so. I don't know about this. And then he's like fully embracing the spotlight and like seems to be very natural at it. When it like when they first introduced him, he seemed like, oh, well, public relations isn't really my thing. And then he seems like really nice and inviting. But then he's like, don't tread, you know, tread lightly. Stay out of my way. All the, I'm like, what is you are a different character every time you show up on screen. So. Um. <laughs> yeah, I guess I the the his the difference between him on and off stage, I think, is fine because I think that, you know, some people just like are like nervous i know but it's not even on the stage it's like he'll be showing up in the hospital or whatever or whatever building he's like hey guys and he'll be like all bubbly and stuff and and or like shaking hands and waving to people and it seems like he was really nervous about that and not very natural and then it turns out he actually is so well i mean but you have there there, there's people like that that exist though like i don't think that's i don't think that's necessarily character inconsistency there are people who like are very nervous about being out in public talking to people but then they like do that for a living i think steve jobs was one of those people (laughs) well i know but then the part where he's like all bubbly and nice to them he's like hey we need to work together and be helpful and then at the end he's just like don't mess with me like stay out of my way i I can agree with that bit i can agree with that bit I don't know. He just, his character so far seems, I mean, it's been two episodes, which I guess is a third of the show, but I'm like, mm-hmm. you just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I'm coming down really harshly on this. I think it's good. Like, I think it's solid. I just do not care because I'm not like, have they have made no reason for me to be invested. I guess I'm invested in Bucky just cause I thought the storyline with the, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, the the Japanese guy's name, or whatever. Yeah, I can't um, remember his name. It was like Kawashima or something like that. Um, I thought that was a good bit and and interesting yeah. and and I actually I didn't for some reason like the first time I watched the first episode twice. For some reason, the first time I didn't pick up on that. Like, it's heavily implied. It's not said, but it's heavily implied that Bucky like killed his son. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that, and so that did add a bit to me the second time. Um, but I do think it's still weird that he just left the date immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I just I don't know. I guess trauma. I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I do like the way they introduced Bucky. Also, the therapist seemed overly antagonistic too. I'm like, dude, I don't think therapists are actually like that. But yeah, I, don't know. I, I I didn't understand. Well, the first time she showed up, I was like, okay, she's she's an ex-military vet who's like, yeah, whatever. Maybe this is just how she is. And then the second time when she shows up, I I was like. I don't think he can do this. <laughs> like a lot of what she was doing, I was I don't know. Uh <laughs> just goes like everybody's just at mad at each other in this show <laughs> and I'm like why? Why are you guys unnecessarily mad at each other? Kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of Hobbs and Shaw, which is <laughs> not a good filmmaking experience or or movie going experience. Um, yeah, the government just being jerks. <laughs> like everybody's just mean and bad. I felt I I'm kind of rooting for the 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 rebel, the flag smashers, people. flag smashers. Rooting for them. Yeah, le- in, led by that the one. good old Infus Nest from yeah, Solo. In- <laughs> that one. <laughs> I was trying to remember what her name was. I couldn't. I was hoping you would. I was like, she looks so familiar. Um. I like how they're all just like playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that robbery it's an AR game basically. Yeah, I did like that was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I I want their motives to be like I want their reasoning to be explained a bit more. I think it could like I think the idea of this like re- like rebel terrorist group who's like. Oh, the world was better when the blip happened, and like when. Or it just seems w- like this one department of the the government's like just forgetting about people who yeah like they're just treating the people who came back more importantly than the people who are still here. Yeah, well, and also like the world, you know, was sharing this trauma, so it, it's can be assumed that they were a lot less antagonist. The countries were a lot less antagonistic to each other. So like, I kind of get that mindset, but I just want them to explain it a little bit more. And like what I also don't know what their plan is. Like we don't really know yet. So, and it seems like there's a classic Marvel where there's another bad guy layer yet to be seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see them like teaming up with the Avengers or whatever. And I don't know. Um, the flying squirrel suits <laughs> when they were shooting that just looks <laughs> yeah. silly they just pull out guns in their little squirrel suits that action scene is like pretty exciting it's, it is just kind of silly though like I think that was the that's the only bit where I'm like where the falcon's wings have been like okay this is okay this is kind of cool but I also like also any flying avenger could do this like it doesn't need I mean obviously he's the one in the situation but it's not like an action scene that could be exclusive to him aside from the red wings stuff but yeah I just like I need to get more like I don't feel the chemistry right now between Mm -hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier and that the show relies on that so uh, that needs to improve if you ask me they're just it feels like Hobbs and Shaw (laughs) that's all I I mean if that's the comparison I need to make but that's what it feels like to me so I'm just like nope if they gradually the action feels hollow like the action's great the effects Mm -hmm. are pretty solid the storyline like the I guess the plot seems to be headed in an interesting direction but like if the chemistry is not there the character the heart of it's not there it just feels hollow yeah I'm hoping like if they just if they start in this weird antagonistic place I can maybe forgive it if they like actually like 
build and like grow together and like instead oh, they just, certainly will like they're yeah, definitely so, gonna be buddies at the end of it like well it's yeah. obvious that it's trending in that direction yes obviously but like i don't want it to just be like a sudden shit like where you keep using hobbs and shaw basically in hobbs and shaw they just all of a sudden are like all right we're gonna work together now there's not really any development so that if they like build this and like gradually make it okay i might be able to retroactively go back and be more okay with them just being angry at each other because whatever but i don't know like it just seems so contrived just so they can be like look we developed them now they're buddy buddy at the end you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like they're like oh it's not just interesting if they get along i don't know why can't people just get along in the movies you know (laughs) why can't the government just not be terrible what do you think about (laughs) the bit where the the police are just racist (laughs) (laughs) it's like wow i was like wow did this come out in 2021 yeah, it seemed kind of it. It seemed a little shoved in there. Like I th- obviously like that. I'm I have no problem with that theme being explored, but it was like not built up. Like it was, it was just kind of out of nowhere. Like the police are just there, and then I see Falcon, and they're like, "Is man bothering you?" The racial commentary, let's just say, was a lot more interesting when they were talking about the Isaiah, the the uh, black super soldier guy and his experience yeah. that was a lot more interesting and then they immediately juxtapose that with oh we're outside having conversation hey show me your id <laughs> we're crazy oh you're an adventure i'm sorry but also bucky you're under arrest <laughs> what is happening it was in my opinion it was very like it felt very woke which was you know what i'm saying yeah it, it was definitely very silly uh, uh, but I mean, look, it's it, it's it's in the movie or in the show, whatever. I like it. It wasn't terrible, but it was like, oh, well, we're just getting our our. Uh, oh, look, we're a good company. This is what we stand for. <laughs> points kind of shoehorned in there. Kind of. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel like they were actually doing anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're getting Baron Zemo. I assume I like he has to be behind more like maybe he's the one who's running the flag smashers from the the background or something because like I don't know he's like in the trailers more and I feel like they wouldn't just bring him in to be like a Hannibal Lecter consultant type character I don't what was his role in Civil War again he was like the he was the one who like he basically like he was the main antagonist technically he like basically got the avengers to fight each other through i can't remember he had like a really complicated plan and it's one of those things where like for a few weeks after the movie premiered like people were online making fun of how like complicated it was (laughs) and how and how much it relied on all of these like very like just luck based things he was like an okay character because like in the in the comic he's like just a hydra like leader or whatever but in this it's more like i don't even know if he has like any direct ties to hydra but he's like he's doing this all because of like the avengers like base or like because of iron man making ultron and basically killing everyone in sokovia or whatever like he's mad at iron man because i mean ultron was his fault and it is (laughs) but yeah it was this whole plan you can look it up I need to rewatch Civil War. It's been a hot minute. Mm-hmm. It's been since my uh, 
<laughs> think since my uh, freshman year welcome week since I've seen that movie. Wow. I think that was that- the movie on the green, Olden. Ooh. Brought to you by UBG. <laughs> so if you don't remember doing that, that, that must have been my freshman year of college. No, it was definitely not while I was there. Four years ago, Olden. It's been four years since I've seen Captain America Civil War. Yeah, I think I saw it. Last time I saw it was my freshman year, too. And I saw it. I think I watched it before Infinity War. Yeah, that's right. I, I rewatched it before Infinity War. That was one of the first movies uh, for Marvel that I was like, hey, you know, this MCU, they might be on to something here. Because I thought the trailer <laughs> looked so stupid. I was like, that. this movie looks like the dumbest thing. They're fighting over freaking Bucky. Who cares? It's one person. The <laughs> amount of lives you're going to cost over Bucky. Woohoo. And then I like went to the movie. It was packed. People were going insane. People dressed up as Iron Man and Captain America. And people were like, are you Team Iron Man or Team Captain America? <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, and people were like, oh, Iron Man. Throwing babies and credit cards all over the place, and I'm like, "What is going on here?" And then the movie turned out to be pretty good. I was like, "Oh, yeah." And then freaking Infinity War came out. The rest is history. Insane. Um, um I did. I mentioning Civil War. I, I was like flipping through the second episode right before we started recording, just kind of remembering everything that happened, and I was like. I just kind of like like it clicked with me just how different this is tonally to WandaVision like I mean ob- that should be obvious oh, yeah. but like but like this is I mean it's definitely in the style of like Winter Soldier and Civil War the filmmaking is um, it's an action movie yeah action espionage thing yeah very much um, more grounded in reality mm-hmm yeah um I guess I, I'm, I'm glad you brought up WandaVision too because one of the things I was going to say, whereas like WandaVision, while I wasn't, you know, while I was getting closer to Scarlet Witch and, or excuse me, Wanda and, you know, uh, the Vision, Paul Bettany, like be- while I was getting invested into them, there was still like this underlying mystery of like, what's going on here? What the heck? This is unique style. That kept me hooked. That mm-hmm. was making me invested. Whereas this doesn't, like, the, like empty cool action scenes do nothing for me like they don't like it I, yeah very i mean they have to be absolutely amazing like uh what should we call it the chris the not the chris hemsworth movie like extraction like that had a cool oh, action yeah. sequence that was really cool well yeah and you know this this is like it's cool but it's not so amazing that it makes up and makes me invested and makes me excited to watch these it's uh, also like there's I think each one has had like one big action scene so it's not like there's I mean I think one of the things you can say about John Wick is like even if you're not invested in the story or whatever like there's pretty much action throughout that entire movie or whatever like and it's all good um meanwhile in this it's like one one big good action scene each episode so far and and then the rest is like fine and I while I'm more positive on these two episodes than you are, I definitely feel more ob- like it feels more of an obligation to watch this right now. Like I'm, it's more like I want to keep up. I want to know what happens. I think it could get more interesting, but it's not. I'm not like WandaVision where I, I'm like actually really wanting to know what's going to happen in the next episode. It's not like I'm excited to sit here and theorize what's going on or listen to watch theory videos. I kind of watched the videos and I was like, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, just like you know, there's no, 
nothing there that that I think it will get better too. I mean, things are bound to get better as they go on, and especially like a mini series. But uh, yeah, I just yeah. it's it's good. It is solid. It is serviceable. Uh, I'll hold my final judgment for the end. It's just I don't. It bothers me that everybody's just so angry at each other and everybody's a <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't like it when it seems. It just feels so contrived. The government <laughs> mean. They're just mean at the new Captain America guy when he's trying to be nice to them. Like I get it, but. Like it just it doesn't make the show more enjoyable or make me like these characters more or whatever. And not that you need to have likable characters, but if you have a dislikable character or an unlikable character, it needs to serve a purpose. I think yeah, this is just yeah. they're trying to get it to be like, oh, there's banter and stuff that's like entertaining, but it's just not. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not very funny banter. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. It's just to be like, oh, see, we did character development because they're going to be all friends at the end. See, since they weren't friends at the beginning, now they're friends. That's character development. That's good writing. See, I did some good writing there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I also completely forgot until now that whole, like, storyline with Falcon's sister. (laughs) I watched that first episode twice, and I completely forgot about it. So they have a boat, and the parents name the boat after themselves, and the boat looks like a dump. But he's like, don't sell the boat. Also, the Avengers just don't make any money. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, they brought that up. I mean, that's like a question that people just occasionally ask as like a joke on the internet. And then they brought it up in the show and they just don't have an answer for it. Did Tony Stark pay them? I don't understand. I I mean, I would assume he has to fund them, right? He's like a billionaire. So they probably just did. But then the stuff is government property. Well, like Sam's like a government agent that was also working with the Avengers, so I'm guessing his stuff was made through the government. But I'm then guessing. he's like, "Sorry, Captain America, we don't run through the government, so we don't have all these things we need to get through." Yeah, I'm like, I, wait a second. In the last episode, <laughs> you literally like, I can't go over this border because that'll get us in trouble in the United States of America. So I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, that is consistent. That that bit is yeah. <laughs> I was wondering that too. I'm like, that does not make any sense. Um, I don't know. I, I it looks good, but uh, why is the therapist a jerk <laughs> and unprofessional? Yeah, and they just hate each other. Okay, <laughs> wouldn't Steve want them to like? You know what? They're just gonna visit Steve, and he's gonna be like, "Can't you guys just get along?" Why does he sound like Owen Wilson? <laughs> Wow. Why can't, why can't you guys just get along? Why are laying me? <laughs> yeah. His famous quote from the movie Marley and Me. <laughs> Marley, why'd you eat my telephone again? Wow. <laughs> Complete tangent, but Mariah sent me a quiz online that's, oh, what wow is this Owen Wilson for, or is this, or what Owen Wilson is the movie is this wow from? And it's just like, there's so many. I didn't know how many there were. Uh, this one's definitely Midnight in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I hope we get one in Loki when that comes out. Um, yeah. Uh, very the show like i mean i I like so i won the argument hold on we didn't split this into two episodes yes um (laughs) i i just am like yet to be 
yet to be uh, impressed. It, I, it for, to me, it's like as as a teacher, it's like you know, you get your your really smart kids or whatever, or the kids who do really well on all the projects. Like they've done amazing projects before, and and here they come. And they, it's a decent project, but it's like, huh, you're capable of better than this. You know, why don't you come? Why don't you go back and do it again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, this is an A minus. I mean, I wouldn't rate this show as an A minus, but just kind of like the feeling I get. I'm like, oh, this could be better. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So I hope it gets better. I I'm also like the the new Captain America guy. I like to. I liked him at the beginning, but then at the end, he just seems mean. I like his other guy with the bad superhero nickname from what, the comics. What is, this, what is it? I don't remember. It's something silly. Do, do they say it in the show? They do. And then they like, stop the car. I'm leaving. Oh, okay. <laughs> also, why does Falcon have to walk if he just has a jetpack and he doesn't like Bucky? Why doesn't he just leave him behind and jetpack away? <laughs> But then they seem to be on the same side against Captain America. Their their hatred of the new Captain America for no particular reason is going to unite them. And when they go steal a shield, and they're going to practice with the shield. And I oh, did. It's the shield. It's just a symbol, guys. It's just a bunch of vibranium. The only bit I liked about their weird like dislike of each other was the when Falcon goes on the mission, and then Bucky just comes with them. Like <laughs> I was I like, that, that, just, how did that work? I thought it was just I thought it was like kind of out of spite and I thought it was kind of funny. That was the only thing I thought was really funny between them though. I just thought that was bad writing. I was like that was the reason they're on this mission together. It just <laughs> it just felt lazy to me. Oh, I don't know. I felt like I felt like it was a possibility. I don't know. I don't know. I just I've yet to be impressed by the writing. So, I hope it's I hope it gets better. I'm intrigued by some of the ideas. The, the mm-hmm. whole Bucky past thing, the whole blip was the, the bringing the people back. Was that good? I still say no. <laughs> I say the Avengers did it wrong. <laughs> uh, Thanos was right. I, I'm still team Thanos. I think uh, Tony Stark had the kid. Should have kept the kid. You know, should have been dad Stark and, uh, you know, should have left it that way. That's all I'm saying. I say uh, somebody's got a time stone. Go back and bring back Thanos again. <laughs> I say, uh, oh, wait, I was going to say Starro needs to come in, but that's the wrong franchise. Sorry. Yeah, the wrong franchise. Who needs to come in? Um, Galactus. Is that going to be the big next one? Or are they going to take a maybe a break? Uh, I don't know. I don't know my Marvel villains. They need a good old Green Goblin. <laughs> I don't know the equivalent of a giant, um, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know the equivalent of a giant telepath starfish in the men- in the Marvel universe. <laughs> Maybe I well, Kurt Russell's character in Guardians of the Galaxy two in the comics is just a planet with a big face on it. So I, maybe that's <laughs> the equivalent. That's right. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't, are we gonna? We don't need to rate these episodes, do we? I'm gonna rate them. Okay, fine. Hold on. I'll I'll just go seven out of ten for both. both? Yeah. I think uh, first one I'll give six and a half. Second one I'll give eight. All right. There you go. What are you doing, Olden? What are you doing? What are you doing? No. What are you doing? What are you doing? No. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, Jimmy, uh, well, I went and watched Nobody because I was 
we were originally okay so big big old story for how this week ended up so last week we had said we're going to do the spongebob movie and of course i dreaded that if you listen to the last episode i didn't want to watch that so then i was just looking at what was coming out and i realized that bob odenkirk john wick movie called nobody is coming out was coming out this week and i knew jimmy wanted to see that yeah i think it was like number nine or ten my most anticipated yeah and so i was like oh we should do this and then jimmy's like okay and then he asked if I if I wanted to see it Friday night. I already had plans, so I couldn't go see it. Um, and then Jimmy just couldn't see it the rest of the weekend. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> my one time to see it. And I didn't, I was like, oh, I'm like, Holden doesn't I, have a life. He'll be able to go to this. <laughs> I went and uh, watched it last night, though, uh, just because I, I was still eager to see it. And it was really pretty cool. Um, it is very John wick in terms of action and stuff but it differs in terms of character motivation and the and pacing like this i think this is better paced than any of the john wick movies which is helped by the fact that it's only 92 minutes long well, like see, this that's is a brisk movie that's my problem with the john wick movies they're all an hour 45 hour two hours i'm like they all should be an hour and a half like they yeah. just are all 15 minutes too long every single yeah. one of them <laughs> Yeah, and this one is just like this. Really doesn't give you much time to breathe. There's just like stuff happening in almost every scene. I I was on board from the beginning pretty much. Um, but yeah, I really recommend it. Um, I, everyone's joking about it, but if they did cross over this with John Wick, I think that would be pretty funny. Cause I like they're they are very different characters. I think, and I didn't really get that from the trailer. But like, <laughs> I won't spoil how they are, but. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see how they they came into contact. I think they're both made by Universal, so if they really wanted to, they could. Just um, goes to show you, Holden, you got to watch Better Call Saul, man. I, well, I already know Bob Odenkirk's a good actor. <laughs> I know. Like, I've seen Breaking Bad, dude. Yeah, I need to watch Better Call Saul, but let's wait until that new season comes out. <laughs> That'll be a while. Yeah. Um... And beyond that, I did watch a few movies like this week. Um, I watched uh, Black Swan. How was it? It was very good. <laughs> I was expecting something overly pretentious because it's and a Darren Aaron, not what and boring. Well, not not really because I had heard it was like a thriller type movie, but like about ballet, and I didn't really get how that was. It's a little pretentious, but, like, it's not difficult at all to understand what it's going for. And I think that's something that, like, at least the movies I've seen by Darren Aronofsky are kind of that way. Like, they all kind of have an air of pretentiousness, but they're all, like, fairly easy to understand. And this one's, like, very exciting, very, like, creepy. I was, like, I it was quite a ride, honestly. I heard I it's not pretty ex- creepy, yeah. Yeah, I was not expecting really anything that happened in this movie because I didn't know much about it aside from Natalie Portman is in it and it's vaguely about ballet. Did it win Best about- Picture? I don't know. Good question. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I recommend that movie a lot. It was it was very cool. Um I watched Catch Me If You Can. I need to see it. Is it still on I Netflix? Was- I don't think so. Maybe or it is. HBO I don't know. Something. I don't know. I got it from the the library DVD service. <laughs> um, but it, that was really really good too. I that was another like it. 
it definitely has Wolf of Wall Street vibes because it, even though it's a Spielberg movie, it does kind of feel like a Scorsese movie and it has Leonardo DiCaprio in it. So I kind of like those comparisons I see online sometimes I understand quite a bit, but it's very cool. And like <laughs> Tom Hanks is pretty great in it too. I don't want to say too much about it, but there are a few scenes in that movie especially there's one scene fairly early on probably within the first third that if you've seen the movie you probably know what I'm talking about that it kind of feels like it would be the climax or whatever and I was like how is this in the first third of the movie this is like really tense and exciting it was cool though um Black Swan did not win it was nominated just by the way oh okay um, you know what was nominated? Their one, though, uh, was Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. And I did watch that <laughs> this week. So like Scoob. Like Scoob. Uh, I-, I loved that movie so much as a kid. That was my favorite movie when it came out. <laughs> I love like, Scooby-Doo 2. Yeah. it. Uh, I mean, it's obviously aged kind of poorly just in terms of, like, special effects and everything. But, like... It's still kind of funny. Like, it's written by James Gunn, and it's for kids. So, like, there's a lot of really stupid jokes, but there are some jokes that are actually pretty funny. And some ones that I'm like, I did not pick this up when I was a kid. Kind of like SpongeBob in that way. Um, But it is, it's kind of a bad movie, but I still like it a lot. <laughs> You're a man, but we cuddled. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um... I watched A Mighty Wind, which is um, another movie by the people who did Best in Show. And uh, also so that, a euphemism for a fart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do make, I think they do make that joke in there. That's the um, level of humor that you're dealing with here. No, me. it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very funny movie. I like. I recommended Best in Show. I think it was over winter break. And if you've watched that and you thought it was funny, it's basic. It's a very similar movie. It's got basically the same cast, and it's another mockumentary style. Except instead of a dog show, this is about like folk music. Um. So yeah, very cool. Recommend that. Um. I watched Big, that Tom Hanks movie from the eighties. That was cool. I don't have a lot to say about that. It's, you, did you like it? Yeah, no, I, I thought it was good. I haven't I mean, seen it since I was uh, little. I mean, he dances on that piano, yeah, doesn't he? He sure does. <laughs> sure does. He sure dances on it. Don't they dance yeah. on it in Elf, too, or something? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't remember that in Elf. I, I thought they did. No. I feel like I would remember that since that's my, like my favorite Christmas movie, but... Um, and then I guess the only other thing I've been watching is I started up the Batman, the animated Batman series from the nineties. I don't know if I mentioned that last week. Um, maybe that was within the last week, but I've been watching that on HBO max. Um, because I can't just watch a new series I haven't seen before. And I'm going back and watching one that I watched a bunch as a kid cause I'm trapped in nostalgia. So, uh, yeah. And I'm still playing Pokemon Silver. Oh, I'm playing the... Since I'm at home right now, I'm playing the new Doom Eternal expansion, and that's pretty good. I like it a lot more than the first expansion because that one was, like, way too difficult, and this one's actually more attainable, so I'm enjoying it a lot more. Yeah, that was a lot. I did a lot this week, Jimmy, because I... (laughs) The week before spring break, all my professors are like, all right, we don't need to give you homework because we're all tired, too. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Jimmy? 
All right, hold on. I have a PS5. So the story. Yeah, and I actually have two. <laughs> so <laughs> the story. A uh, few weeks, early March, all right, I had been re- doing research, and people were like, you're never going to be able to get a PS5. You're never going to get one for like a year or so. And I'd been looking on this company, StockX, all right. They, like, connect people who sell it to people who want to buy it for a premium, all right. I'm like, I don't really want to pay a scalper, but I'm like, ah, it's going to be a year. So I want it by the summer because I'm teaching. So I'll just bite the bullet, and I'll just I'll pay the premium, like, 200 extra bucks to get the PS5 now. So if I had to do it eventually, I might as well do it now. And it was, uh, the price hadn't changed for a long time. So I did that. They, like, authenticate it and stuff and all this stuff. And it comes to me, they freaking sent me the digital edition. <laughs> um, which is not what I ordered. I ordered the disc edition. And it's silly because it's like you pay them to make sure this is a legit, uh, you know thing and they sent me the wrong thing so i'm like great thank you StockX. but then then what happens uh and i had ordered spider-man miles morales the disc version off ebay to save like 20 bucks mm-hmm. um so i'm like well now i just can't even play this and i usually am i usually get my games digitally so not having the disc is not a huge deal but i still wanted the disc just for like i'd like i don't you know what am i gonna do keep my other place in playstation as a blu-ray player you know it's like i don't want to i just want the disc version and that's what i Mm -hmm. paid for it too but then it was like uh, i had the spring break for school and like i just a few days later walmart was selling them i was like i'll just see what happens i'll just try to get uh get one i had enough money to get an extra like to to spend five hundred dollars to have one and be okay um so and i ended up getting one through walmart (laughs) So now I have a disc edition, disc edition, and it came really fast. It wasn't supposed to come until April 9th or something. It it came Friday the 26th or whatever it was this last Friday, and it was actually a day late. So I mean it, but it was late for being early. Uh, so that was really fun. Um, I have a giant new TV that Holden helped me move in. Thanks, Holden. I did. <laughs> I got a sound bar for that puppy too. So the whole setup is there. I will say the disc edition looks pretty silly on its side. <laughs> like the we, uh, the digital edition looked looked all right. The disc edition, it's just like this thing is pretty pretty chonky. After we set up that TV, we proceeded to watch the Snyder cut again. <laughs> all four hours. Yep, all four hours. No, we did not. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's my PlayStation Five story. So if anybody wants a uh, PlayStation Five digital edition. For uh, 425 bucks, I'll give you the retail plus tax price on that sucker. You live in the Sioux Falls area. Just toppodcast at gmail.com. I can hook you up. <laughs> Very lightly used. So I'll give you the brand new controller, too. Because um, Holden's like, ah, I want the disc. Yeah, so, that's... Know, yeah. I understand. All right. So, yeah, feel free to hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a giveaway. This is just a hit us up and then pay us for it. <laughs> pay me no pay me too we'll, sp- well you can you can Should we do a giveaway holden we can just do a giveaway yeah let's do a giveaway no let's not no. i mean it's your ps5 no, it's the, no. <laughs> um so yeah that's yeah if you, you want it you want it for retail price though so there's, there's your uh, chance uh 
So it feels good though, because it's like now my official PlayStation didn't get it from a scalp or anything, got it legitimately, and so yeah, there we go. That's nice. my that's my PlayStation story. I've been playing some uh, Spider-Man Remastered on that puppy. Got the new FIFA on there. There's always a big learning curve to each new FIFA game, so I was terrible at it, and now I'm getting the hang of it a little bit. Try to put, uh, put some God of War on there. That was looking good, man. That was looking good at 60 yeah, I saw you booted second. that up yesterday. Played a little bit of Last of Us Part Two on there. A little Uncharted 4. Just these little samplers of each one. And man, it looks good. Oh, I mean, just the new TV PS5 combo. You gonna Now you're going to help me get a PS5 of my own, Jimmy? going to be clicking on Walmart for me? I could try. <laughs> if you got 532 four dollars or whatever it was plus tax yeah i'll get i'll get you the money if you if you help me find get one i can help you olden i got the magic touch over here i can get you a digital one right now no i'm good (laughs) um but i'm trying to think if i've been doing anything else i listened to that last podcast on left the podcast i've been listening to i listened to the series on ed kemper the serial killer uh co-ed killer as he's called Watch um, uh, watch Mindhunter if you want a really yeah, good portrayal I, of him. You know, I was because I googled him to look what he looked like, and I saw the Mindhunter version. I'm like, dude, that guy looks exactly the same. And apparently, I'm like, he acts just like him too. Like, it's a really good. He, I think he was nominated for an Emmy for that. And so. then I like vaguely remembered people saying that when Mindhunter was coming out, but then there's no Mindhunter season three because they just canceled the show. So, yeah, it's a good show though. I should watch it. It's been on my watch list, but now I just kind of have been listening to podcasts. So I don't know, man. Twins baseball starts this week. Let's go, Holden. Hey, this Thursday. isn't that one podcast podcast or that one sports podcast, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, I feel like uh, I feel like there's something else. So I, I, I'm not thinking of it. So uh, guess that's uh, guess that's all. Guess that's all I got, Holden. Take us home. Okay. Well, next week we have Godzilla versus Kong. Gojira. What? Which I'm kind of excited for. The more I hear, like I've seen some reviews now that I don't think it's going to be great. But apparently, it is. It is much. It's shorter Thank than the last Godzilla goodness. movie. Hour fifty three. We like to see it. Yeah. And it's also apparently just, like, a lot of really cool action scenes. Like, there's not as much boring human stuff. So I am kind of excited now. Um, But, yeah, so we'll be doing that next week. Um, Maybe if Jimmy watches Nobody, we'll talk about that (laughs) a little bit, too. (laughs) I want to see it. I still want to see it. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, we'll also have the third episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. Um, But anyway, you can send us requests for movies to do with these new Disney delays. You know, we keep getting more and more gap weeks as more and more delays happen. So, you know, hit us up. You can uh, give us a a five-star review on iTunes and leave us a request there. That's the preferred method. That is the preferred method. And uh, you can also send us an email at tompodcast@gmail.com. After you ask, after you ask for Jimmy's PS5, you can also leave a request. <laughs> hey, yeah, the fourth option this week. You you buy my PS5. It's you can give a request. <laughs> and then of course also uh, our Patreon. You can donate to that as well. Um, yeah, and then follow us on social media. Uh, 
I, I I just like how I'm like the only guy in the world right now who has the problem of having too many PS5s. It's a good problem to have. <laughs> I'm You're tempted. being so nice too about selling that digital one at retail. Price. I know I'm 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 eating a huge bullet for you guys. I could I could sell that thing for six hundred bucks on eBay. <laughs> Believe me, I could do it. But I I'd rather just give it to someone for the the retail and say feel like a good person, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm glad I'm glad you can afford to feel like a good person. I <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gonna say uh, I'm tempted to put it in my classroom, but I'm like, what are we gonna play Astro's Playroom and then it gets stolen two days later? <laughs> you know, like, got one controller. I'm uh, looking at my phone. I applied a new screen protector and accidentally got a hair underneath it. So I think <laughs> I'm gonna I think I'm gonna put a new one on. It's really annoying me. <laughs> Told you, Holden. They're like two for ten dollars. Yeah, people will walk around with broken screen protectors. What are you doing? That's that's that why this for like three years. That's why this segment's called "What Are You Doing?" Not because uh, we're, we're interested in what each other are doing. No, it's it's leading up to me saying, "What are you doing?" People who have <laughs> broken screen protectors. All right, Olden. Anything else to say here? I don't think so. I think that's it. All right, buy my PS Five. Adios, pantalones. Love you. <laughs>